Hello there, this is Obi-Wan Kenobi. Welcome to the Sith List. And here we go. We would be honored if you would join us. Once more, the Sith will rule the galaxy. I know this is hard for you, but winter is coming. I can bring you in warm, or I can bring you in cold. You clearly don't know who you're talking to, so let me clue you in. I am the danger. Avengers! Assemble. I am a Jedi, like my father before me. Who is scruffy looking? Less. Might wanna buckle up, baby. Close. Smash you. King Tom. Hey guys, you ever seen that really old movie, Empire Strikes Back? And of course, Randy. Change? Yeah. Big change. They got your weekend geek covered. And you? You're on the set list. Welcome, welcome, welcome to episode number 318 of The Sith List. I am one of your 3,124 hosts, Raj Shahi, and my co-pilots this evening, the young, the restless, the bearded one, Mr. Carlos Buargoyo, the man we call Crunch Crunch, rocking out the Tiesto right now on the ones and twos, Mr. Las Gonzalez, he's doing something with his hands, I don't know what it is. The man we call the king of all pods is soon going to be the king of all tans. Yeah, right. He's going to be on vacation soon. King of all sunburns. King yes. of all burnts. <laughs> Mr. Tom Chansky, what's up, buddy? I'm very distracted by the music right now. Oh, I see you rocking out. You're doing the hand fist bump and everything. It's like Jersey Shore. I see it. I see it. <laughs> um, next in line, what's up, Randy? Hey, everyone. How are you guys doing? I think they all said fine. Eric, how the hell are you? Buddy, I'm so great. It's just not even funny. Um, I'm not cool anymore. My band had its last gig, and it's now I threw the horns, and that was it. Aw, so, you threw yeah. the horns. Threw with the horns. Aww. You know you know what, though, man? People came out big time for it. Oh, that. did they? And because we were so close to where I live, uh a lot of people there for me so whenever joe was introducing the band something we never do it just he talked about the history of the band and like in the places he would normally talk he just talked longer than he typically has and told the story about it and whenever he mentioned me i had like a whole shitload of people from church including our senior pastor was there and his sons and it was dude it was rad my kids were there oh see that's rad yeah it was it was something special man that's so cool that's so cool. Then the last song was? Well, we finished with uh, The Trooper, and okay. it, Joe told the story about how when I very first went to his house in the basement, and for he goes, for his audition, if you want to call it that, he said, we played The Trooper, and our drummer at the time, Bob, said, you're hired. And then we were done. We finished the song. We were leaving the stage. Like I already had half my shit unplugged and the crowd wouldn't shut up. So we went ahead and did Bark at the Moon after that. But it was fine because we did it the way I wanted it. We intended it to be our last song. So Very cool, man. Yeah. Very cool. We were there in spirit. I don't know if you saw us. We were all in blue. We had a little shiny glowing next to us. Dude, I kept hoping. They put a younger version of me in the last show. 
I kept hoping that beyond hope that I would look out there and uh, see Randy, Les, Boo, King Tom, and Rashad out there. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I wish that would be the younger version of you, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, Exactly, exactly. Rashad is the younger version of me. Oh man, (laughs) that's a that's a good one. Uh, No, but we we wish. I I blame Lily. Uh, So when she grows up, I'm going to tell her how disappointed I am in her for Mm -hmm. screwing it up for me. That's. You're going to tell her. That's a bad plan. (laughs) It's just such a bad plan. (laughs) Well, I'm glad that everything went well and the show was great. And um, here's the question. Last song, were you teary-eyed? You know, surprisingly, no. It was more before the show Mm -hmm. because something I... Dude, I've been super big on this thing about, like, edification where, you know, whenever we were out there for celebration and it was so emotional i made a real point to tell each one of you guys just like how much i value your friendship mm-hmm. and stuff because for i sure. said this during a staff meeting a couple of weeks ago i said listen this is so obvious but people don't think about this a lot of times if you don't tell people how much they mean to you they don't know how much right. they mean to you and you you just have to so i gave each guy like a handwritten note just thanking them and telling them you know, Damn. just like it, all of their shining qualities and and all of those things, and that's when Joe and I were getting a little little misty eyed. Oh, so it was it was very sweet, man. And at one point, he came over and just like I don't remember what I was even playing, but he just like grabbed my head and he like kissed the side of my head. It was it was something. But on all the things that got on our nerves, he would come over and go, "This is the last time we got to put up with this." Ah, oh, gotcha. <laughs> Yeah. Wow. Well, maybe there'll be some kind of reunion where we can catch you. Well, you know, yeah. the, the the guys, the other three guys are continuing on with the right. shtick. And they just renamed the band and called Was it, it horn, horn Up or Horns Up? Horns Up, yeah. Horns Up. And horns up. I get it. Listen, none of them are listening to the show. I'm just going to tell you. I think some of their, a part of their approach was a bit lazy. <laughs> It's like they didn't change the logo or anything. Yeah, like, I mean, why would you? I probably I mean, would have a gone brand. a little farther than that to show, yeah. make some difference. Because some people are like, you shouldn't change the name. That's dumb. It's like, well, listen, when there's no original members left in the band, you change right. the name. I mean, who do you think you are? Creedence Clearwater Revisited. Have you seen that one? It's like yeah. one person in the original band. <laughs> so, you know, when there's none... When there's none, you you change the name. It was a good call, but uh, the other guitar player, Tom, man, playing with him was really cool. It was a it was a nice, um, not a I wouldn't say bucket list because that sounds dramatic. I'm just really glad I got a chance to be in a band with him. Around that's here, cool. man, he's he's in a million bands. He's a staple of the scene. And oh, that's right. Uh, he told me, look, man, anytime you want to get, anytime you feel froggy, is what he said. Just give me a call. Come to a gig. We'll get you right. in there. You can play a set with us. Well, that's cool. I want right, my pay. Save that. Put it in the bank and yeah. wait till we all get together. <laughs> save it. Save it. Yeah. Well, I'm glad, Shots man. I'm glad. Coming. Other than that, you had a good weekend? Good oh, Labor yeah. Day? It, was, it was great, man. It was really good. I'm really trying to enjoy spending time with my family. And, and I'd say, I don't mean it like that, like it's a struggle. <laughs> oh, my God, my family. But I just mean I'm making a point to really appreciate the time I have <laughs> yeah. with my family. That's what got I'm it. at. I got you. Boo, you had a good Labor Day weekend, you were in Vegas? I was. This is the first Vegas trip without us, huh, in a long time? Oh, no, you took one before. Yeah, I took one in March, yeah. Yeah, yeah. But it was weird not being with you guys. I know. Yeah. I know, I know. We missed you guys. We missed well, you guys again, a ton. Again, Lily, if you're listening to this, that's two in a row. It's two, two in yeah. a row. 
two events. Yeah. Yes. And Brewery um, X hasn't been happening either, Lily. I just want to throw that out there. No okay? pizza so and beer. Jeez. No pizza and beer Thursdays. So it's been happening. Well, not with me. It hasn't been happening with you guys. So <laughs> I don't blame her for my. Oh end. yeah, that was Rashad. I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Rashad. Rashad's getting around evidently. Yeah. <laughs> so you had a good time. But it wasn't like 120, was it? Oh, uh, it was 120. It was a million goddamn degrees. It was fucking hot. Yeah, it was. It was like opening an oven and then just standing in front of the oven. Um, yeah. But no, but it was good. We had a good time. Walked around a ton. You know, the strip uh, wasn't as packed as uh, as it no. uh, usually is so on hot, holiday. Right? Yeah, exactly. So I heard the day so, clubs were happening though. I heard they were popping. Yeah, that's that, what the that kids was, say. Popping. Yeah, that, that was the nice thing is that we didn't do any of those. So whenever we did walk around, I was like, everybody is where they want to be right now. Yeah, <laughs> so right. Yeah, go for it. <laughs> but yeah, sit, bake in the sun all you want. Go you know, it's it. hot when you have a pool like at your house, like we do here, and you don't want any. You don't want to get anywhere near it. No, no. you do not want to go outside. No, it was one hundred and seven degrees here. Whoa. Oh. Yeah. That's rough, man. Yeah, but it was 75 in here. That's for damn sure. There you go. Yeah, it did not waver. We have solar, so I could give a shit. That shit's going to be down to 65 tonight. (laughs) Randy, how you doing? You're you're by the water, so you didn't melt. But I heard heard the beaches. Here's the problem. Labor Day weekend, Southern California beaches are a huge thing. And Los Angeles and Southern California, Orange County, everybody goes to the beaches on Labor Day if you don't go to Vegas. I heard that the beaches were 90 degrees and they were advising people not to go in the water because there was a, a bacteria in the water at all the Southern California beaches. So it just oh. like screwed everybody that went to the beach. <laughs> That's awesome. I don't think it, it probably didn't stop them. No, no, I'm sure it did it. No. They probably still went in the water. It but the weird nice thing is there. they wore masks in the water, which is weird. I don't get it. Oh yeah. I got to stay yeah. protected. <laughs> the masks. <laughs> well, that was the <laughs> yeah. regulation. You have to wear a mask. <laughs> yeah. You have to wear a mask. Yeah. Oh Lord. Yeah, but it was it was uh it's like eighty five over here for most of the weekend. Yeah, that's like beautiful yeah, <laughs> compared to what bad. we had over here. Oh Lord. Uh Les, how you doing? It was hot over there last where you were at, for sure. Yeah, the further inland you go, the hotter it gets. Yeah, so, yeah I can imagine triple digits. It was hundred and eleven today. So was one eleven oh, over there today? Jesus. Yeah. Hundred eleven, I think yeah, like hundred and ten a couple days ago. You know, but, the weather's. I know, like, the Midwest is even worse. So I know, like, Texas. I don't think so. I don't yeah. think it is. It's, no, it's not. Yeah, it hasn't been it's nearly that bad. bad. It's, it, I mean, it's gotten where it's in the low 90s. And obviously, it's a thousand percent humidity. That's the but sure. yeah, it, we haven't had that. We did have a, our hot stretch was what, King Tom, about six weeks ago? Yeah. And, and, Araj, we do have air conditioning out here. You guys have that out there? You guys have that, you have that out there? You have that? That's crazy. But we did survive our, our the, uh, power, our power grid survived. I'm sorry, let's go ahead. So yeah, I know our power grid did survive, though, because everybody yeah, out here... Yeah, they were warning us. They were warning. Yeah. ACs, man. Jesus. Did age. you get those emergency text messages? Oh, yeah. All the oh, flex yeah. alerts. All the yeah, don't go outside. Power. <laughs> don't go outside. I'm like... Yeah. But my new job, I'm pretty much inside or i'm in an air-conditioned company vehicle oh, so nice. i have to really deal with you know right what is it just a few minutes out in the harsh of me so yeah it's all good i man. think they're borrowing our solar our energy because our bill was negative 238 dollars last month so i think they're just like harvesting our energy and shooting <laughs> it out to other people that's pretty hey, awesome man, 
Yeah, it's a good great. way to show, share, show. Good yeah, way to show. Good way to show too. <laughs> show. It is. All right, cool. So you had you didn't melt, so you're doing good. Um, here's the thing with the uh, the weather here; it's becoming like gas. It's you know, gas is like at, over here down in Southern California. It was at like six bucks, seven bucks at one point. Now it's at like four ninety eight, and everybody thinks it's a great deal, even though it was like two fifty or three bucks a couple of years ago. Now it's like five dollars. Let's fill up. Like it, that's how it is here in Southern California. The weather's becoming the same thing. It's it's one hundred and eight. And then when we get a 98 degrees, oh, it's not too bad outside. It's 95. Right. Like, fuck off. 95 is like, you only hear those t- temperatures in like Palm Springs or Las Vegas. Now, Los Angeles and Orange County is like 103, 108, 110. I mean, Arizona might have a word with us, but. Yeah, but Arizona's <laughs> always been like that last. I know. I know. That's yeah. the thing. So, ah, it's, getting, it's getting crazy out here. Global warming. It's a thing. Yes. It's not fake, people. Speaking of fake people, King Tom, how are you, buddy? Fake as hell. Fake as hell. I love you. You're the the most unfakest person I know. Thank you. I'm I'm okay. I got got my flu shot and a COVID booster today, so I'm either going to die overnight or be invincible. Oh, my God. You did (laughs) a combo flu shot cocktail with a COVID booster? My my arm is like Oh, yeah. You might as well have just got the polio shot, too. (laughs) <laughs> fucking round should it out have. yeah i should have because i just wanted to get it done before we uh we go away and have you know have enough days in between as a buffer in case i do have some sort of reaction right right and you're going to be gone with, uh, for a couple of weeks you're, you won't be here for yeah syphilis, leave so. it next wednesday and then coming back the wednesday after it like midnight okay no problem no problem i have somebody that wants to fill in not next week but the week after and that's i think the cassian week i think will you be back you won't be back for the casting no i won't i won't so yeah nick nick um is coming on nick garrian from oh um, yeah yeah okay okay he gets the seal of approval yes yes we're talking to him for a while he's he was on a plane this is so meta he was on a plane listening to us and he decided to text and talk to me while he was listening to us on a plane first world situations there isn't that cool can't get enough no i love it thank the maker you get it Ah, cha-ching. Anybody else? Uh, nobody else. Everybody, Boo, you did good. Everybody's doing good. All right, let's just jump into this. Let's just jump in this. Guys, check out sithlist.com. That's where it all begins. You can listen to us. You can watch us. You can buy us. Uh, merchandise, at least. Um, <laughs> we, we, we're not selling Boo or anything. Um, but <laughs> we, uh, we got some cool stuff up, and that's where you can find our Patreon. Randy and I did a couple Patreon stuff. Uh, was it this morning or yesterday? I think it was yesterday morning. I mean, I, this, I have no idea what day is what. I so we, f- we finished up episode one of Kid Nation for Reality Bites. And then uh, Randy wanted to show me the intro to Last of Us, the first one. And I was watching it and reacted to it. And boy, oh boy, man, I'm not going to you know talk about it because I want you guys to see it. We're going to put it on Patreon or YouTube or something. But definitely intense. I could see why people absolutely love the game. Um, so that's coming out. And uh, we have uh, Eric Ask Eric has some stuff coming out. So there's all kinds of stuff on Patreon. Please check it out. Minutes with the Misses. Episode one was a big hit. Episode two is coming out later this month. And we're going to keep doing those as well. So a lot of stuff that's going to be done on Patreon. So please, uh, yeah, if you haven't, check us out there. And uh, YouTube, we've been doing all kinds of reactions. It's been crazy. Uh, I don't even know what days. I think we're doing one tonight, correct? She-Hulk It's tonight. Yeah, that's tonight. Yeah. <laughs> Every night something. My lord. Yeah. So there you go. That check us out, Sithless.com. 
Um, and other than that, let's jump in, uh, guys, to the box office. Now, there. Oh, wait a minute. I always forget. This is kind of like boobits, where I always forget the wonderful box office thing, that intro that we have. Here's Johnny. I knew it was you, Fred. I put in that last sound effect. I just want to say. When okay. will you have your $10 worth? It's, uh, it's at nine forty eight right now. I saw it. I saw it. Speaking of $10 worth, last week was awful for box office. This week, not good at all. But if you're Tom Cruise, you got to be stoked. Because the number one movie in America was Maverick at 7.9. The biggest movie of the year swooped back into first place during a dismal holiday. Oh, King Tom was not happy about that. He just decided to say, fuck off, microphone. His microphone just ate shit. That was awesome. <laughs> Patreon members, you get to see King Tom's microphone eat shit. So it's uh, a pair of re-releases scored in the top 10. Spider-Man No Way Home, 6.5 million. And in Sandwich in between, uh, Bullet Train, 5.6 million. DC Superhero Pets, 6.3 million. So... We got Top Gun Maverick, Bullet Train, Spider-Man, DC's Super Pets, and then The Invitation at 22. I mean, at um, uh, 5 million, 5 point something million dollars. I don't know about the something part. So still a pretty weak box office. And I don't think it's going to get better, really, um, at all. I don't think. Is there anything coming out, guys, that you know about? Yeah, okay. That's, uh, yeah. All right. Either everybody's muted. Or nobody cares about box office anymore. <laughs> now that I don't have a band, I don't have enough money to go to the movie, so it doesn't matter. Isn't there some movie where the guy who plays Star Fox is spitting on Captain Kirk or something? Okay, good call. This I've movie, heard things. Les is the he's the, he's the Access Hollywood insider reporter on this one. He knows a lot about this. Les, give us the lowdown. This movie is what is this movie called again? Unless you, unmute, you unmuted yourself and then you muted yourself when you were about to talk. There, okay, there you go. so what, what are we asking about? About again? the uh, crazy movie. What crazy no, movie? The crazy drama. <laughs> what talk. crazy movie? The crazy drama movie with Olivia Munn spitting on Olivia Wilde. No, no, no. Oh, oh good Lord. don't worry, darling. There you go. Good morning. Don't darling. you worry, darling, or yeah. something like that with Miss yeah. Flo- Florence. Yeah, Flo from the progressive. <laughs> yeah. That's that's right. No, no, but, what, but what's the drama? What's the drama? Every, there's like a lot of hubbub. Oh, there was. I always wanted to use hubbub. Behind the scenes <laughs> hubbub. issues hubbub. where certain people were shouldn't have been working with certain people, and then uh, okay. those people were told to be removed from set. They were technically removed from set, but not the way they should have been removed. Then it got to uh, bringing in someone's boyfriend or lover, and then uh, it just Ooh. went from there. So shenanigans ensued. Watermelon sugar. But don't you worry, darling. Nice. Well done. So check that out. It's coming out soon. Uh, evidently, the film festivals love it. I don't know if they love the I drama. I feel like I know it. less about what happened right now after that. <laughs> yeah, I just, I'm so like, I still don't know what's going on. <laughs> I don't know what the movie's about, but there's a lot of drama. Unless I don't even right. know who's involved. Okay, okay. So Shia LaBeouf was one of the leads in this film. Stuff came out about Shia LaBeouf that was not great about him um, physically abusing people, things like that. Oh, okay. uh, so allegedly, Olivia Wilde, who directed this film, kicked him off. But that didn't really happen. Florence Pugh was upset about that and also was upset about the how unprofessional Olivia Wilde was during the set, 
during the film because she would go out every 15, 20, 30 minutes. And her words was cadoodle or canoodle or something like that. Uh, they, they would go to Smash Town, Olivia Wilde and Harry Styles. So she wasn't happy about that. Um, and then recently at the premiere, Harry Styles spit on um, Chris, Pine, Chris Pine. Chris Pine's people's, they're saying that that didn't happen, but Boo saw the actual projectile and it did happen. So a lot of drama in this film. But don't you worry, darling. So there you go. Maybe that's going to be a, make a lot of money. I don't know. But let's move on. Thank you, Les, for that. Um, sure. What did anybody watch anything good this weekend at all? Because I I did. Well, we're still working on a watch through Stranger Things with my daughter. Oh, nice. Okay. Okay. S- surprisingly, season three, we're in. We just got a couple episodes left of it. She is not like this season that much, which was. I it was one of my favorites, man. The whole mall and everything, and then maybe it's because she didn't Ooh, yeah. have the mall experience, right? That's, that's, uh, to that's her, it wasn't. She just hasn't liked it as much. She we just watched episode six, which is the one where the uh, uh, Harrington and um, oh god, what's her name in the show? I can't think of it. Robin, isn't it? Robin, thank mm-hmm. you. Where they were, ca- the doctor was coming in to torture him, and they were all doped up. It was. That oh yeah, episode. yeah. Oh yeah, that's right. And she I'm really sure. liked that one. Okay. Uh, but yeah, I don't. I'm shocked. But it's been really fun watching it with her to see her response and her take on it. Uh, being a kid, and uh, yeah, that's been cool. But I haven't watched anything else. That's awesome. If you haven't had, if all the millennials out there haven't had the mall experience, please check out The Way We Was on Patreon, where Randy, Les, and I break down what the malls used to be. I wish I would have been in on that. That was a good one. That was a good one. Randy, did you uh, watch anything good this weekend? Um, I think the only things I watched this weekend were things that we did reactions to. Mm-hmm. So Which I, I, I still haven't, I haven't started the uh, Lord of the Rings show. Yeah, me Game of the Throne, Game of Thrones, House of Dragon. That episode was great. Um, watched some She-Hulk, and yeah, nothing else uh, movie-wise or on TV. Yeah, and we're gonna talk about those two episodes a little bit later. But you're right, we do. I, for, I forget that we watch that stuff. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we're reacting to it, but we're watching that stuff. I, I haven't watched Lord of the Rings because we were gonna do a reaction, but they shut out two episodes. There's a lot of stuff coming out, so we're not doing the reactions on those first two episodes. So now I have to catch up. I'm gonna catch up spot here. I heard it's phenomenal. We'll talk about that in a second as well. Um, okay. All right, all right. I watched, before I get to Boo and uh, King Tom. Well, King Tom. Oh, King Tom, you watch anything? Because I've been watching uh, Murder in the Buildings. or uh, No, only I had murders nothing. In the building. Yeah, there we go. So, so tell us about Only Murders. Well, I'm on the Sting episode and past the Sting episode. I'm, I'm two Season episodes past one? This. Season one still. Okay. And then I got randomly watched Martin Short and Steve Martin's um, – stand-up variety show on netflix and it was hilarious so if you like those two which i don't see how you cannot like those two you'll love watching them perform live on stage it's they're great they're fantastic they they did a they did a tour all around the country uh together and i think they're going to keep doing it and um it's definitely worth watching it's uh it's old school comedy and Mm -hmm. two great actors legends and comedians uh, on stage together. This is just great. And Jiminy Glick makes an appearance. I will say that. <laughs> so, so that's great. And I started watching The Patient. And I, I text Randy that he needs to watch this. And I have a trailer here. And I think uh, we should all watch this together because it's worth watching. It's like a psych- psychological thriller. It feels like a play. 
and it's Steve Carell, and it's on FX. So what can I help you with, Gene? I'm not content. I get angry. That's the sort of thing you help people with, right? Yes. My whole life, I have been trying to figure myself out so I can help other people understand themselves so they can have good relationships. And here I am. Time to get back into therapy. I want you. I want the expert. I'm not normal. I need to get better. Anyone who has come this far, who has made the choice to come to therapy and keep hammering away the hard things, they can be helped. But I have got bigger problems. I have a compulsion to kill people. Should I tell you more about my life? Successful therapy requires a safe environment without anything like fear hanging over every session. FX is the patient. You don't mind eating while we talk, do you? Streaming August 30th. Mm. There you go. It's on Hulu. Looks pretty great. Can't and you guys, that's General Hux. That is General Hux. And you know what? I had no idea it was General Hux until I saw this trailer right now. I'm <laughs> tripping out right now. I did not know it was him. <laughs> Holy shit. It. I didn't know it was him until they showed his name. That's what I'm yeah. saying. And I've watched four episodes. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Holy shit. <laughs> Holy yeah, shit. Dude, Donald Gleason is He's a amazing. great actor. And yeah. his American accent is Yeah, that's what threw me off. On. Holy yeah. crap. It's okay. really cool, and uh, Lorena's really into it, obviously, because this guy's an MFT, uh, marriage and family therapist, and a lot of the things that he's talking about, she's like, yup, 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 that's right, yup, yup, yup. <laughs> so that, that was, it's kind of cool to watch her watch this. So it's kind of got a misery feel, but it's not like he beats the shit out of him or anything, but he's a serial killer, and he needs help, yeah. and he kidnaps his therapist and, and makes him help him and fix him. It's only four uh, four episodes in. It's weekly, but it's definitely worth it. And it's only 30, 30 minutes long, so it's uh, like a fast. Oh, nice. They pack a lot of lot of meat in that thirty minutes, so it's really good. You guys got to check it out. It's cool. Did you say pack a lot of meat? That's just that's weird. You did. Yes, yeah. you did. Yes, my bad. So I watched that, and then obviously on the weekend I watched the Taylor Hawkins. Um, uh, <laughs> oh, I wish I could. I can, this is the one time I can't tell you what the private chat says. I just, I just cannot. But it was good. It was good. Oh man, Oof. damn you! Watch the Taylor Hawkins um, uh, tribute, and uh, wow, was that a thing? You guys get to watch any of this? Yeah, I watched a good chunk of it live. I, watched, I ended up having yeah. to quit because I was going to set up for my show. Oh. But like, I caught the James Gang. Which was cool, yeah, yeah. Uh, you know. Joe Walsh has never been a good singer. Never, but, uh, never. His guitar playing was is still pretty, pretty mm -hmm. fair. And uh, uh, but so much of the other stuff, Lars Ulrich, Brian Johnson. Did you watch uh, Rush? Oh, dude, yeah, that was great. Oh my god, and who was, was drumming during that? I don't know that who he was, but he kept coming back. Yeah, the he guy. Was 
the guy was amazing and it looked like almost like he was reading it off a sheet music while he was playing all this off time crazy stuff man crazy crazy yeah it was really good the the cool thing about this was i can't think of another tribute to someone that wasn't a lead singer of a band that got that that was as big as the freddie mm-hmm. mercury concert really if you think about it mm-hmm. the same place sold out 100,000 people Paul McCartney showed up for God's sake. Like they got Paul McCartney to show up and do Oh Darling, which he doesn't do live. It's insane. They got rushed to play without Neil Peart, which is crazy to me. Mm-hmm. Um, they, it, 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 was, it was the who's who. And the, the cool thing was it was people that he liked, bands that he loved. And it wasn't songs that were popular. It was songs that he loved. That's what I loved about it. It was really cool. And watching, I don't know if you got to see Eric watching David Grohl and, and to play without him at the end of the night when they finished it off. It was pretty rough. I have a clip here of uh, someone special that played with them. Let's check it out. Now, we've got the little guy. Ladies and gentlemen, we have uh, one more drummer that's going to come up and play with us tonight. And, uh, let me tell you, I don't think I've ever seen anyone hit the drums as hard as this person. But beyond that, he's a member of our family, and uh, he needs to be here tonight with all of us. And uh, I think it makes sense that he's gonna come up and play with us tonight. Ladies and gentlemen, would you please welcome Mr. Shane Hawkins on the drums. That's Bailey's son. And kid's awesome, man. And I'll, I'll play a couple of minutes of him. He plays just like his dad. He's got the flow going. Shane starts his song. that obviously can't see this go on youtube check it out if you haven't seen it and just put on Shane Hawkins tribute it's all over look at this killing all right so there you have it pretty cool pretty rad um i can't imagine how that must have felt for both of them you know to play that song and uh yeah pretty crazy pretty crazy so um it was if you haven't had the chance to check it out it's such a great show um go on youtube i think it's on there still and and check it out i see why i see why uh that that was just fitting man 
just oh it's sun up mm-hmm. and then oh it's crazy dude it was a awesome. song right. my hero like mm-hmm. yeah just, i think they they ended it with everlong just, if i'm not mistaken but they played yeah. a full set they played a full set <sighs> yeah 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 the whole how the do whole you get time through that how do you get through that? Oh, like, he didn't get through it. He didn't get through I, it multiple I wouldn't times. have made it through either, man. It was rough. Dropped, it was a rough yeah, watch, that was That's a tough one, man. Yeah. It was a rough one. They did um, all kinds of songs. And yeah, it, the girl had to stop multiple times because he lost it. And, and, and obviously, if, if we, I, who wouldn't? Uh, they got one more show on the 27th. We tried to get tickets here at the Forum, but it was impossible to get. Uh, but they're playing here at the Forum, um, the last show. And who knows if they're going to continue. Um, playing i mean they didn't say they weren't uh, but um he's 14 or 15 so i don't think that's possible but i could see him one day you know re re joining the group or something maybe one day i don't know it just sucks it, it, the whole thing's like but i couldn't believe a drummer that's how loved this guy was and how great of a guy was could produce something like that um after he passes away it's such a celebration and the, the who's a who of artists like chrissy hein from the pretenders was there um you know brian johnson like you said eric it was just it was insane and taylor had played with a ton of those people yeah they're on recordings or not a lot of recordings right Uh, and somebody that i thought was really cool to see there was justin hawkins and they're not related yeah but that's the lead singer of the darkness who we were just talking about right 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 um, he kicked ass he crushed it man uh Oh, yeah. and, and Queen. I don't know if you... Queen was phenomenal. Yeah. I don't know if you got to see that. Brian May and mm-hmm. uh, Roger Taylor. Oh, yeah. that was fucking great. I can't remember who it was. Maybe it was when Queen was up there, but Grohl was drumming on a kit behind the drummer. Right. And watching their moves and how in sync they were, especially when they're like going for the ride, uh, which is, right. you know, over on the right. Ping, 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 yeah. ping. And watching yeah. them both, like, all the arm <laughs> movements. But Taylor's yeah. son, man, something interesting with that. He's got big strokes, big arm movements. Right. And what will happen is over time, as he gets older, he'll have to refine that because it'll be too hard on him physically. <laughs> yeah. But what's cool about that is the big mo- motions help you keep tempo. Really ah. good players like classical pianists, for example, when a soft passage comes up, they don't typically just sit there with their hands and drop their fingers. They'll use their shoulders because it helps them keep the tempo. If you can ah. keep it's almost like a circular motion. If you can sure. keep that going, it will help you maintain a steady tempo instead of like being all over the place. Because if you just sit still and go pop, 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 you'll <laughs> you'll speed up or slow down. But, right, right. Good looking kid. Good looking kid. Got the flow and everything. If you haven't had the chance to see the Foo Fighters, uh, hopefully that you will get to see. I know Les and I, I remember, I'll never forget this. Les and I were watching them. We're 15, 20 feet from the stage. And after an hour, Les looks at me and goes, I, I know what a rock god looks like now. Like, I finally have seen a rock god. Because Grohl is that guy. He, he is just, a rock he god. He just did the things that yeah. most people don't do that much anymore you know i don't know uh if anybody's noticed but there's been like a major thing now where people are throwing stuff at performers now when they're on stage like kid cuddy got hit in the face oh shit! Uh, somebody chuck uh somebody chuck chicken nuggies at harry styles uh not too long ago <laughs> like it's just this thing like even lady gaga has been like bopped um but huh. it's like gotten worse at like festivals 
But like at that festival we were at, yeah, he was walking up and down. I think he like walked right past us. Oh, yeah. I'm like, yeah, yeah, he went in the crowd. And nobody smacked him. Nobody did no, anything. No, he was no, like, no. no, he was just doing his thing. And, yep. you know, he was telling stories. He was just, it was just a, it was a throwback to Midnight Special or Austin City Limits or. Yeah, you know, it really those, was. Those, you know, those, those shows where you just saw them. If you caught them on TV or whatever at that time, it was like telling stories and or if you were actually there at those concerts. So it was actually pretty cool, man. And they never disappoint. I've seen them four or five times. They never disappoint. The best part of their so shows, good. their best part of their shows is they always take 45 minutes and do cover songs. And they're mm-hmm. like, they're a garage band. Mm-hmm. And they just act like they're getting the songs randomly from the crowd, even though they have like about 30 songs they know. Oh, yeah. And They've Taylor's, they? yeah, they do. And Taylor, Taylor was the singer for majority of those songs. He would come out in front, David would go back, mm-hmm. and uh, they'd flip. It was, uh, yeah, it was cool. So, yeah, I, I got to see that, and that was, uh, it was very special. I got to see it with Malik, and he rocked out during Let There Be Rock. That was cute, man. Oh, you saw and that? I'm so yeah, glad yeah, they did cute. Let There Be Rock. Uh, me too, man. It would have been me really too. easy to, you know, you shook me all night long or, yeah, or Thunderstruck yeah, exactly. or something, exactly. but Let right. There Be Rock. Uh, one thing that is really cool about the Foos, and it's Dave especially, is that that man is in love with making music. Yeah. And he's so genuinely appreciative of the people that sing his songs back to him. And it's like mm-hmm. he doesn't take any of it for granted, no. which is amazing. Or at least he doesn't appear to, to be right. jaded by it. He just loves coming out and playing music for people and for himself. And that's that's one of those things, like even if you don't necessarily dig their music, which I don't know how you couldn't, it's so good. But you can watch him and get something from it when you watch somebody who's very passionate about what they do. And he is. Yeah. 100%. All right. Anybody else watch anything other than the other stuff that we just showed? No, everybody's good. I I watched the first episode of the rings of power. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Boo. And Les, give Mm -hmm. us the non spoilery version of, of your reviews. Uh, unless you go first, watch it. If you have a chance, if you enjoy Lord of the Rings, if you enjoy the Tolkien tales, uh, right. it, it, it fleshes out certain things. Um, it goes, pays tribute to the Silmarillion, which is like, yeah, sets up all of Middle Earth. And then it just goes from there. Uh, it doesn't really connect to anything, but it connects to the characters. It connects to, uh, it places the characters where they're going to become characters that we all know so oh, just in okay. just uh watch it it's fun uh and it's it's good the production value is up there so you're watching lord of that's the one thing i've heard it is not they are insane. not sparing a single expense you steve are bezos, watching steve. lord of the rings <laughs> steve bezos mark john jingle Ivor zuckerberg <laughs> came together and made it happen uh, <laughs> and made it happen uh, But yes, they they definitely put that delivery money into delivering delivery. Good Lord of the Rings, dude. (laughs) Cool, cool, cool. Boo, your your take? Oh yeah, I agree. Yeah, the you can see the quality. You see the money being spent. Um, The characters are 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 great. Um, It's also I one thing that I do like is that I I see that it's going to take some time. There, mm. there is, this is not just, you get a feel of this is going to be a few seasons right off the bat. 
because they don't give you a whole ton of exposition and stuff like that. They're going to this is going to grow with you over time and how much money they spent. You know, they're they're invested. They're invested. So, yeah, everything looks great. The actors are great. Um, It is Lord of the Rings. It is Lord of the Rings through and through. So if you didn't like the movies or if you don't like The Hobbit or, or something like that, wouldn't 100% recommend it. Maybe give it a shot. Maybe the show format might be better for you, more more digestible maybe. But uh, but if you're into Lord of the Rings or or even, you know, you're a Game of Thrones fan, I'm sure you're going to dig this. So, yeah. Mm, so, okay. And, it, and it's... And it, and it's interesting to see a different a different time a different time in the same world, and they give you more more information. I, I think they explain they show things okay. better. You know, they show maps where we're going, where this oh, has happened, okay. where that's right. happened. So so that that's helpful. So yeah, very well done. You recommend it if you're into it. Recommend it. Give it a shot if you're not. You know, yay or nay, you know, Brittany's definitely not into it. She said, that's your show, 100%. I was like, sweet. Mm-hmm. All right, I'll watch it Friday mornings after I get yeah, home from right. work. So, yeah. So, yeah, it's not for everybody, but I, give it a shot. You might like it. You might like I have, it. Maybe, I have maybe a lot of for the season. Shows. Yeah. <laughs> I have a lot of those. <laughs> I have a lot of those. Well, cool. So, you loved yeah. it. Les loved mm-hmm. it. We have a uh, voicemail from Avery, and um, I think he loved it, too. But, you know, there's been controversy, like everything. Um, that comes out nowadays. Um, let's uh, let's talk, let's talk. Well, let's not talk, but let's listen, to Avery. Fifth list, uh, Avery here. Uh, hope you guys had a wonderful Labor Day weekend. I just wanted to call in because you know a lot of big nerdy stuff happened last week with Rings of Power premiering, and then of course with House of the Dragon continuing, She Hulk continuing. Uh, still a lot of cool stuff going on right now. First off, House of the Dragon's new episode was amazing. Definitely liked the whole beach battle. At the end of the episode, it reminded me of Gallipoli out of World War One. If you don't know what that is, I highly recommend looking it up because it is some fascinating and just downright depressing information to get. But, you know, just kind of the whole stalemated beach battles that just, you know, go nowhere. Uh, it was really awesome to see Damon be a fucking G about it. But more than anything this week, and I think the highlight for me was Rings of Power and... I love that show, first off and foremost. I love it. It's visually stunning. I really like the new characters as well as the old ones being played by younger actors. I I think it's a really interesting setup for a potentially amazing story that we haven't gotten in the Lord of the Rings universe. But on a kind of bummer note, you know, it's been bumming me out seeing a lot of the responses to it. There seems to be a very toxic reaction to the Rings of Power premiere. Even one coming from one of my closest friends who said seeing brown elves and brown dwarves and brown harfoots takes him out of the experience. And he is white, so I definitely took offense to that. And he swore up and down that it wasn't meant to be a racist comment, but you know, you do the math and you be your own judge about that. Either way, I just was curious if you guys had seen any other kind of similar reactions. And maybe if you have any, like, kind of insights into this, you know, I know it's a different fan base than Star Wars, obviously, but it just seems to be kind of the norm now where everything gets backlash whenever there is strong female characters or a very diverse group of characters in a universe. I know Lord of the Rings, the original trilogy, very much had a lack of diversity. So to see Rings of Power, including, you know, 
black individuals within the universe and other people of color. Balls different strong female characters. It's honestly not shocking to see this kind of toxic reaction anymore. It's just such a bummer because, you know, as a nerd, I like to watch these things and then like to discuss it with people, you know, especially my friends and to just get these toxic reactions especially from my friends. It's it's a huge bummer. So I don't know if you guys have seen it. Maybe I'm just, you know, a unique situation or maybe it's just whatever. But I thoroughly enjoyed the premiere of the show. I think it's going to be great. And the fact that we're getting Rings of Power alongside House of the Dragon, what a time to be a fantasy nerd for sure. Okay, uh, sorry for the wordy voicemail. You guys take care. Avery signing off. Bye-bye. First of all, Avery, thank you for that voicemail. Appreciate it. Thank you for sharing that story, uh, personal story. I'm, I'm kind of really liking the fact that these shows are getting backlash. And the reason I'm liking it is because you can start filtering out these fuckheads. I've said this before. Um, people like might have been your friend, might still be your friend, but it filters out people's stupidity and uh, their um, their bigotness i would say without even knowing that they're bigots bigotry thank you um without even knowing that they are uh you you start figuring out who is really um who who has has not really developed mentally (laughs) i would say you know what i mean um so i really appreciate that this stuff is inducing this backlash all these shows she hulk look she hulk is has a 80 or 95 percent Rotten Tomato score by the critics and a 30 percent Rotten score by the fans because it got review bombed. This Lord of the Ring show got review bombed so much Amazon took it off to be able to review it because it was just getting blasted for no reason. Um, so I sucks that you have somebody that you know and you consider a friend say something stupid like that and they could say that it's not racist and it's not racist and they might not think it's racist but. It's fucking racist. Um, but yeah, go ahead, guys. Guys that have watched the show, please talk 100% about. racist. It, 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 and you know what? It, it, listen, I know a lot of people don't want to get that label put on them a lot of times. And they try so hard to explain their stance or their thoughts. And you just have to say, look, man, it, it's going to be very hard just because of where we are and how our society is. It's 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 just they just need to really not take that stance. How bad does that make it? Like, does that mean they get taken out of life experiences when they go get a beer and a black person is pouring their beer? Is it like I totally? I'm sorry, man. Just can't drink it now, dude. It Went to a, a hockey game. There was a black I, person I on the ice. Swear to God, dude. I walked one out. black man on the roster and he scored a goal, and I was like, this is not hockey. I can't believe it. Oh, Lord. White guy, this a is, white guy did a slam just, dunk. It's not, what, it's, it's not what they were supposed like, to. This is on, not what man. it was meant to be. And it's like. Les, is there not elves on this show? Is there not things that are fantastical on the show? This <laughs> that, we, that's the we best part. We harken back to like, fucking seeing a black stormtrooper and freaking out. Not that there's fucking all kinds of different races of aliens. And we're in fucking space. This is Lord of the Rings. It could be whatever the fuck it wants to be. Or getting it's upset so that She Hulk is jiggling her booty, right? And it's like, dude, come on! It's just some of the things people like to pick on. It just—it's just terrible. It's just the best yeah, part, I'm, though. I'm I will glad, say I'm this: glad. the best part I will say is this: all of the shows and the former casts. There's nothing better than mm-hmm. what's happening now. They are clapping yeah. back. 
so right. hard. It's Dude, so the crazy. best is Neil Gaiman. On Twitter, Neil Gaiman is just like, oh, really? You want to talk shit on Sandman? You're telling me, the guy that wrote the damn thing 30 plus years ago, that I didn't intend for this to be the show? And then it's like, and they go, uh, 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 and he's like, yeah, I totally wrote it that way. Like, that's ex- right. the, the depiction of the show is exactly what I want. This is exactly right. what I wrote it as. Or Star Wars, when they're clapping back now because everybody's going after Reva. And they just say, you know what? We don't give a rip. We're going to start jumping in and dropping bombs on people. Yeah. Fine. And guess what? Rings of Power got everyone back. All the hobbits, Frodo, Sam, mm-hmm. Pippin, Mary, they're back. And they flat out said everyone's included. And they have like a shirt that's like an elvish writing. And it has the different colors. Oh, of, that's uh, cool. Like different skin tones under it. And they're all, it's a Twitter camp. They got a full Twitter campaign going. It's, you're going to get met now. I think it's good that people are starting to at least speak mm-hmm. out and stand up and say something. Agreed. Uh, and it just sucks because you're right. Like your friend just says something like that and you go, it just makes you look at your friend differently. It just makes yeah, you sure. change every perspective about them. And you go, whoa, 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 whoa. Wait, wait a minute. It's just, it. Yeah, but that's such um, a weird perspective. Like an uh, a harf harfoot is that what they call? Them? Mm-hmm. Yes, and Harfoot, they're basically yeah. uh, a fucking a hobbit, sh- right? Offshoot of hobbits. Yeah. Okay, they don't exist in real life. Last time I checked, I mean, there's no. some people with big feet. I've seen Boo's feet, <laughs> crazy, but it's nowhere near like a real like hobbit foot. These things don't exist, and you're getting mad because somebody of color is something that doesn't exist. That's some weird shit, dude. That's just like weird. <laughs> I've read uh, Lord of the Rings and The Hobbit several times, and <laughs> I don't recall specifically that it ever said anywhere that the white alabaster skin of all <laughs> characters far and wide in this great land. And if you're basing it off of the movies, I, I guess. But man, and the here's the thing, it. It's concerning and disappointing, but what's concerning is that it matters to anybody in a negative way. Mm. Right. What what about it harms you? And it maybe even if, okay, I had a guy working for me at this company who told me that the reason that so many flights were late out of O'Hare was probably due to the number of African-Americans employed there. And then he tries to tell me, listen, I'm not racist. This is just my observation. (laughs) And I said, I said, listen, um, I certainly can't change the way you think. But what I can tell you is, is you're not going to talk like this around me or any of our customers ever. (laughs) And, you know, two seconds later, this place we're working at, has got this whole work crew of Hispanics in there. And I'm like, Got anything Uh-oh. to say about them? <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. But, exactly. <laughs> but it's like you, you consider what it's like for the people who see somebody that looks like them. Why mm-hmm. does that bother you? It, it they're, it's just it breaks my brain that people <laughs> think too, like dude. this. Yeah, it doesn't make sense. Like you wanted the part. Is that what it is? Like they're taking the part away from you? Like yeah, well, really. who cares? Think of gaps. <laughs> Yeah, Uh, and it sucks that you know you know people say don't even give them the time of day and talk about it. But 
it's it's past talking about because it's everywhere right. already. So I'll give no. it a time of day. Fuck them. No, em. and you have Fuck to. Fuck them all. If you give, exactly. it, you give an inch, they will take a foot. If yeah. you give a foot, they'll take a fucking mile. Fuck and em. the next thing you know, they're all up in your shit and they're just chasing people out. Why? Why not? Like, why? What? My I, my question is always going to be from here on out. Why not? Why not? Like, just why not? Because yeah. when I grew up as a kid, I'm going to be honest with you. As a young black and Puerto Rican dude, I wanted to be part of the Dukes of Hazard, which is wrong. If you think about it, when which I was a little really boy, wrong, I wanted to drive to General Lee <laughs> and be a freaking farm boy moonshiner, dude. That's what I wanted. That was the my, right. that was the sense. one toy right. I coveted so right. much. Was that freaking kit that she just had the big wheel pedals on, but it was generally, I just wanted that so bad. And I'm like, now I look at it like, man, that would have been very, very odd for me to be zipping around in that thing. And just like, yeah, you know, like it, but that's what was in front of me. I want to know what I mean. There you go. And Roscoe P. Coltrane and all that. And that was what was in front of us. Like even representation matters even more because for me back in the day it was there wasn't a lot no there wasn't a lot and it's like now and i wasn't cognate like i wasn't rec i didn't recognize as much but now i do so now my nephew my cousins my brothers my everybody can look and see something i'm having so much fun watching house of the dragon knowing that there's a black house so red a a black high house i also know this much they're going to get wiped the fuck out because yeah, they are not in yeah, Game of Thrones. So that's yeah. bittersweet. But to yeah. know that they're, those spoilers, everybody, but to know that there is a House of Valerian is there on the Iron Islands, ruling the Iron Islands, and to know that at some point they're going to get crushed in Robert's Rebellion by the Baratheons at some point, along with all the other Targaryens, and that the Greyjoys are going to run that shit sucks. Oh, but you true. know what? I'm shit. happy. We got a black dragon rider, Leonor Valerian, is riding the one dragon in the last episode, busting, bro- dropping fire bombs on everybody. I'm so happy. Like, it's great. It was great when uh, Force Awakens came and Finn's face pops up. And you, we were sold that he was going to be a Jedi, but, you know, we'll leave that for another well, day. If you watch the Lego one, he is a Jedi. And great. That's great. But guess what? To see his face first and to get and to go from there. And I just see that everybody's just a bunch of whiny crybabies, man. It's it's so weird because if you, what 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 do they really bring to the table now? Like it's it's just so stupid that they want to push these things. And uh, you know what? Go ahead. One thing that's curious, Cruiser and I were talking about this, is on the a similar note because of like social media, YouTube, and that sort of thing. You never know if some people's opinion that they're putting out there is actually genuine or if it's completely calculated to get clicks or cause a a scene. And, you know, a lot of accounts that you'll see on Twitter that are ever inflammatory, have no profile picture, are just Mm -hmm. a string of letters and numbers. Mm -hmm. And you don't know if the person behind that, I mean, there's probably a good chance if that's your game that you're an asshole in real (laughs) life. But I'm just saying, you don't know for sure that how strong their convictions are about what they're spewing, because it's could be very much so for show for entertainment of their own self to watch people get riled up. 
And that's yeah. a special yeah. brand of yeah. asshole. Are, that's right. That's a special case of an asshole. Yeah, that's true. yeah it's a special asshole. <laughs> yeah, that's right. What I find happening is there are a lot of people who will take like The Last Jedi, for example, or we can even use this Lord of the Rings as an example. Like, I'm not a racist, but I just believe that the canon should be preserved kind of thing. And that's not inherently racist in itself, but you have to understand that there has been a movement. If you are, if you consume your media through the internet, there is a movement that is very dedicated to like alt right ideas that has taken a chokehold on these people who are susceptible to like, yeah, we believe you're, we believe that too. We think that they need to preserve the canon, stop pandering to these progressive ideals. Like that stuff exists. And then they start getting grouped into those people and start adopting these very like racist ideologies. Yeah. And there are some people, like Eric is saying, who are just essentially just accelerationists who just want to see this world fucking demise as quick as fucking possible. <laughs> so crazy to me. And we've like we've let it fly for so long, and this is where we've got to now, to where uh -huh. it's if there's a person who is a female, a minority, yep, yep. instantly without any context, it is a uh, it's some fucking woke bullshit, and it's yep. gotta stop, man. And people have to reach the point where they're like, no, just fuck you. I'm not gonna be <laughs> nice anymore. Exactly. Just fuck you, dude. Yeah, exactly, exactly. exactly. That's right. You're a hundred percent right, dude. That, the tactic for so long was to ignore it, and I think, you know, when we did that, we meant well, but it, it didn't work. Mm -hmm. And now, I'm like like Randy was saying, I'm glad to see that the attitude is, fuck you, you're wrong. If this is going to be what you bring to the table, you have no place at this table. Right. And, you know, it's good to see the, the, the actors and actresses doing that. It's good to see the brands do that. You mentioned the... Um, the, the, the I, I've never seen the Lord of the Rings, but the Hobbits or whatever, you know, they were all banding together on social media. And he, even like the Star Wars account replied to them. Oh, did they? Yeah. The oh, official Star cool. Wars, like we're with you or something like that. Sure, and so, sure. you know, they, they had their own problems. Like I think Les Mes mentioned with, with Moses Ingram a few months ago. And yeah, 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 yeah. you know, it's, they know it's still an issue and this is what they need to say for their fans. Mm -hmm. Yes. We, you know, we wish we could go back five years or whatever and you know back then have changed things and done things and stood up for the people who were in these movies stood up for the fans who were being harassed wish we could have done that then can't you know can't change time so they're doing what they can now and mm -hmm. and i'm glad you know and there's still so much more they can do but i'm glad to see them taking a start oh yeah yeah, yeah absolutely and i think the the, the fact that like you got, all have said it's time just to fucking stand up and just and just don't watch it. Like we always say, just don't fucking watch it. Go watch the fucking psychedelic cartoon that came out fucking in the 80s or whatever the fuck it was. Lord of the Rings. Somebody was on shrooms when they did it. You know, the saying divided, we uh, fall. The united, we stand divided, we fall. Divisiveness and disunity are the destroyer of society. And that's it really, that's what it comes down to those two things, because everything, every negative thing adds to that, adds right. to disunity, adds to divisiveness. And that will be the eventual downfall of everything is that. And you look at any society that's fallen, any of that, it all starts with disunity inside the 
the ranks of the people and we as a people as a whole being so divided and and honestly like some some people take a lot of pride in being divided and divisive and it that's that's poison that's cancer that's yeah it's it's just sucks and i know some people are like are you are you guys you know don't talk about stuff like this and politics because I mean, we used to talk about this kind of stuff all the time less is right talked about it a couple of weeks ago and we 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 haven't in a while because we try to ignore the stupidity but be clear listen, that's not politics no it's not politics no. this is real life <laughs> uh here's the thing and it's just decency here's the thing and i, I say this at the bottom of my heart if you have these kind of feelings towards these things don't fucking listen to us don't be on our patreon and don't watch us on our youtube because I don't want anybody that have these kind of weird ass crazy views to listen to us or watch us or comment on YouTube about us. And I'm not trying to be a dick. I'm just saying we're not the brand that you're looking for. <laughs> you know what I mean? We're not those guys. Right. Um, we might not have been talking takes. about it, but I'm just and I'm saying this sincerely. I'm not trying to be an asshole and say like, fuck you guys. Fuck that. I'm just saying like, this is who we are. So if you don't like listening to this kind of shit, these are who we are as, as people. So if you meet us at Celebration or these cons or hang out with us, this is, these are the guys that we are. And that's why we're a group. And that's why we've been stuck together for so long because we have the same views. And, and I'm not shitting on your views. I'm just saying it's not the brand that you think we are, if that makes sense. So No, because what, what's stopping those people from thinking those things to say, you know, I really enjoy your show, but uh, Les and Carlos just kind of mess things up Raj. you know they're, they're hey you know, me dude i'm fucking it just just takes me out whenever Les is out, out there you know and he's this is the united nations right here <laughs> you know the, it's a good thing he says his name is boo instead of carlos i don't know if i could actually say carlos because you know it's just <laughs> then don't yeah then, then move fucking on. don't right yeah like, then don't and yeah. move on do me yeah. a favor do yourself yeah, please. a favor because that that yeah. i mean honestly like that could be people's thoughts that's thank that's you very, to keep them to yourself cool but you know that could yeah, actually key point. Keep them to your fucking self. I, Go I, ahead, Randy. Even if sorry. even if you it, it, there's because there are a lot of people that we've come across during all this who have been like, oh, I'm not like that. I just think this. But like, you need to take a step back and look at all the other people who are like really like holding the. Fl- um, sorry, those people are that way. These are the people you're associating yourself with. Mm-hmm. You are the minority. You're not the rule in that group. Right. Most people who agree with you are racist. <laughs> yeah, that's true. That is true. Ah, well, I like this conversation. Avery, thank you, buddy. Thank you. Great. Thank great you so voice, much, though. man. This was fun. This you need a fun. new this friend, Avery. If you need a new friend, Avery, I mean, <laughs> talk to him. Or just talk to your friend. Yeah, talk, just talk to, your to your friend. I mean, he might not be 100% an asshole. He just has it just sucks to have to have that, yeah. In his brain. Uh, yikes. Yeah. Yeah. Eric, talk to your friend. Go ahead, Eric. No, I just, it's, there are situations where people are like, oh, now it's political, blah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, but listen, what I want to say is, Bill, not what Randy said. If your rhetoric makes, say, a racist group, assume you're on their side yeah you're doing it wrong yeah or you're you're just like them i mean those are really the only two things yeah 
Yeah. If you go to jail, coming from a position of empathy here, what is your (laughs) what is your position based on? Right, right. If you go to jail and the white supremacists pick you, then there's a problem. You know, (laughs) stay stay neutral. You know what I mean? Stay neutral. And listen, it's guys, it's tough in jail. That is true. You got yeah, to go like, I don't know if your analogy holds up to well, yeah. bro. It's kind of tough in jail, you man. You may actually yeah, you have, have to do that shit. Yeah, and just be like, look, man, I'll sit what next What do I do in jail? What do I do? What does like a Middle Eastern person do in jail? Actually, well, you wouldn't be in regular jail. You'd probably be in. Oh, let's not. Oh, now, we're getting into politics. See? now we're getting into Just politics. Out, yeah, see, now we're getting that, into politics. Yeah, <laughs> no. it'd be, be some a, bullshit. You'd yeah, you'd be so. in you'd be in a different place, right? That's true. You're right. I'm being cute. That it is. That's for oh, sure. enough oh, of that. I'm just saying. Well, yeah, that's, that's yeah, yeah. I mean, Patriot Act. Shit. I'm gone. Yeah. All right, politics. I'm sorry. Hey, yeah, but listen, for the people that I said to to leave Patreon, just make sure you leave after October because we definitely want your money. Uh, so, so please leave after pay October first, 4th. then leave. Pay yeah. first, then leave. Yeah, please. That's that's very important. If you're on oh. Patreon, I think you know where we stand. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yes, exactly. you love that's us. True. We love you. We We've do. been we rolling for quite some time now, so you understand <laughs> oh, how, we, how we do here at the Sith List. This is the longest intro, uh, Steel. This is for you. Hour and five minutes before <laughs> yeah. I get into the Star Wars talk. But here we go, Thrawn. Let's do some Star Wars. Hello there. This is Obi Wan Kenobi. Welcome to the Sith List. And where are we going? We would be honored if you would join us. Well, that was definitely not Thrawn. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, Lord. Hey, Thrawn, what the fuck's wrong with you? Jeez. Got all wild up with all this crazy talk. Greetings. This is Grand Admiral Thrawn aboard the ISS. Chimera, you are currently listening to the Sith List. I know a great deal about you because of this artistic choice. May Warrior's Fortune smile upon your efforts. There he is. Damn. <sighs> okay, well, listen, I'll try to go real quick, all right? Yeah, sure, sure. Uh, sure. Dragon Con. J- just this uh, past weekend, right? And uh, some pretty cool stuff happened. Genevieve O'Reilly was talking about uh, playing Mom Mothma and the like, what that's going to mean in Andor. And I'm super. Oh, this was actually to uh, EW. She, I'm stoked on this because I've always liked Mon Mothma. You, you, you know why? But to, one of the things she said is, we really get to develop her as a character. And we get to learn about her, not just as a senator, but as a woman, what her life is like, just and and all that stuff. And I think that is really cool because she's a character that I've always been intrigued by because of like what she represents. She's plainly a senator who is the head of the rebellion and the stuff that can go along with that and how you get there and how you ride that line and maintain that i think there's a lot of uh gas for that uh, that's really cool yeah i'm real stoked on that i'm i'm i would love it to have like half the stories about her it could uh, be. Or, or even have her her own show oh yeah you know, that would be strong. that would be really cool. That would uh, be cool but you know not i don't know that that's going to be a thing but yeah. i would love it anyhow that's pretty cool. That's pretty I think rad. I, I completely agree that 
she is a character they should explore more. And and a lot of these uh, interviews they've been giving lately t- between her and Diego Luna, they're talking a lot about how it's going to be about watching these people grow, who these people are, and even how it it reflects on the real world. And that's that's always been what Star Wars has been about. But I also think they're kind of setting us up that there's going to be a lot of like intrigue and character mm-hmm growth in this show and it, you know it's, it's 12 episodes so it might be a, a a slower burn than we're expecting i'm fine with that if we get to see this stuff yeah absolutely. i'm fine with that. yeah same man same uh the dragon con thing sorry because i had these two articles open at the same time uh so jim cummings who's the voice of hondo anaka it, this was at Dragon Con. He was asked if um, whether or not he would be a Pondo in uh, like the second season of Bad Batch or in live action project. And he said probably yes and yes. But yeah. then he says, but they haven't talked to me about it. And I don't know why. I mean, yeah, I'm there. And, uh, you know, really that's you know, the, all there is to the story. But I think Hondo in any form would be cool to have. I Hell think yeah. he, I love the character. I love his voice. It's mm-hmm. so spot on for like the general sliminess of who he is. <laughs> but so it's cool. almost one of those things where he's so endearing in the arcs that he was in in uh, uh, the Clone Wars. Clone Wars and and but then in Rebels too. Rebels, yeah. I I loved him and just. Oh, how he's such a turd sandwich, but also, you know, he has this set of ideals that are are interesting. And his his little Ugnot buddy, Melch. Was that his name, King Tom? I think so. Yeah, that's And he's such a big part of Smuggler's Run. I mean, the whole game is yeah. based on him and he's the he's the your guide pretty much. So he's people know him. He was I, most I would love it. displeased with King Tom's and <laughs> yes. my performance. Yes, he was not happy with you. Uh yeah. But I, man, I would love to see him in there. Uh, that that would be super. I, they cool. can do it. I mean, they did Cat Bane, so they can do anything now. Yeah, yeah, I agree. I think that I, and, and now listen, I don't. I, I'm not a character maker. I don't have any idea how to make a practical effect like that. But I feel like it would might be even easier than Cad Bane, because like the dimensions of Cad Bane's head, there are aspects of it that don't look a hundred percent like human dimensionally mm-hmm. where hondo is more like a person with ridges and stuff on his face yeah but uh yeah that would be that would be pretty cool uh so uh Giancarlo esposito he is uh he was talking about how you know he was in far cry 6 i still haven't played it but i've seen like the picture for it about a million times and i've wanted to get it i started playing far cry 5 uh, and i got to tell you it's a uh, it's a little too real as far as oh. like the whole story behind it with oh, sure, this okay. cult and these crazy rednecks who got guns out the wazoo and that you know i live in the midwest and it's not too far from the <laughs> truth man uh but they swore so, that was just a coincidence yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, Ooh, this is all 100 percent made up is yeah. it though is it <laughs> is, is it because you uh, seem to really know how it works yeah you 
<laughs> I mean, one of the characters in there was had this trailer park that he owned himself and had like these big crazy speakers in there and he'd blast his music and uh, I've known people like that. <laughs> but but anyway, anyway, That's he talks about how one of the writers who pardon me, I don't remember the name and it'll take me forever to look it up. But one of the writers from Far Cry, the Far Cry series actually went to work for a game company in Sweden, which if you remember that uh, Ubisoft or Ubisoft, I'm not sure how they pronounce the name of that company. Randy, you got any idea? Uh, a Ubisoft. Oh. <laughs> no, it's not. I, I, okay. No one knows. No one really knows. But, uh, Ubisoft, but the, Ubisoft, yeah. The, the, that, that was my nickname in college. Ubisoft. <laughs> Sucked. <laughs> oh. Uh, but anyway, the, their, their studio awesome. that is working on this open world Star Wars game that we've heard about is based in Sweden. So maybe, just maybe, this writer is heading over there for that. And maybe having worked with uh, Giancarlo Esposito, he would drag him over and we'd get to see Moff Gideon in an open world game. That would be cool. Oof. That'd be oh, real neat. Great. The, great. the prospect of an open world Star Wars game is so intriguing. You know, I still play Red Dead every day. So and cool. just because I love the world, I love sure. it. It's, I haven't gotten the slightest bit tired of it. And uh, having a similar experience and feature set for a star wars game would be really something and having top shelf actors portrayed in there and especially voiced by the original actor and all that and providing the mocap and all that would be yeah. a lot of fun now boo you've played far cry 6 yeah yes yes now how is his character in that game oh oh just as you would expect wonderful <laughs> It's fantastic. He's he's the perfect yeah, he's he's the perfect villain. And it's so it seems so easy for him. Some people have to get into the mode of being a bad guy. It seems like it's just it's just kind of he looks away and then he looks back and he's like, you know what? I think you're gonna die. You know, and he's like we just had sandwiches. What happened? You looked that way, now we're dude, back, and now I'm gonna die. So just, like that, a better call Saul, dude. Oh my oh, god. Oh yeah, see exactly. Yeah, where he's oh like, you god. know, would you like some chicken? And then he looks away, and he's like, I'm gonna chuck you in the deep fryer. <laughs> I know, right? That's it. You oh, know, so he, it is just so seamless for him, just so smooth, and it's just wonderful to watch. And he's, you know, some people are good face actors. He is as well, but he shows very little like facial emotion. So he seems colder than he already is. And he, yeah, I, I can't I can't say any more about how incredible of a of an actor and a bad guy he is. He's you know, he was he's the bad guy in, in the boys, you know, in uh, in the Mandalorian in this game. Breaking Bad. Uh, Breaking Better Bad. Call Better Call Saul. He is just. And when you when you see him doing interviews, he's a delightful human being. He's a great, great man. <laughs> it's just terrifying. It's just like I, he, like he literally looks away and he, you might you might just say you're going to die. Today. And that's why so, he's so terrifying, because he's an every everyday person like it's yes. a person that you'd meet at yeah. Target, you know? Yes. Yeah. So Can't believe yeah, the recommended dude. it's fun. Yeah, and, and uh, do the right thing. That's what I was gonna say. Can't believe the dude who couldn't throw a punch over someone stepping on his Jordans is such a right. good villain now. Right. <laughs> what a great role. Well, and it's funny because he seems like such a good dude mm -hmm. when you see him just mm -hmm. like talking, 
and to be able to con- so convincingly play a character that's that right. down and dirty, right. man. That's that's neat. That's that's skill. That's what that is. But um, what was that movie or that TV show he was in? Uh, it was where there was a girl named Charlie. The all the power, the electricity is gone. Revolution. Was that what it was? That sounds right. Mm-hmm. I think that was it. Yeah, I don't know. That was really good. He was great in that too. Uh, like he fights his own son, which that was rough, man. Anyhow, yeah, he's great. Now there's there's this comic, King Tom. Have you read this, or is it out yet? Yeah. What is which this thing, one? King Tom? It's it's uh Star Wars in issue twenty seven. It's the good. I have people. not. I, I think it came out today. I have not had a chance to read it. Okay. It's, it's, uh, what you, I got, didn't, we got some, you didn't read something? No. We got some panels up, and Whoa. it's. I think it's about two. I don't. I don't know. Two different characters. Okay. Who, who are these people, King Tom? Okay, so this this story actually started um, last issue that came out last month, and this is the the first time that. Um, they're trying. They're trying to plug a leak in the Imperial spy network or whatever, and they travel out. Someone travels out to the Death Star too, and it's the first time I think in any Star Wars material of the new canon that we've got mention of the Death Star too. Oh, be- before Return of the Jedi, and so these are and so the, supposedly. You know, you're at an Imperial facility, and you know what it is, but it's not revealed as the Death Star until the last page. So, um, the people who are there, they're all on board with the idea of the Death Star, and, like, their whole lives, their families, everything are there. So, these two characters are technicians of some sort, and they decide to defect to... I don't know if they're going to the Rebels, or they're just leaving the Death Star, so they steal the shuttle from imperial intelligence got it okay and that's they're on basically on the run how do you how do you interview for that job like hey we were building this thing um we're pretty confident about it Uh, and let me tell you it's a reality show it's it's a a death star (laughs) (laughs) yeah exactly exactly uh i'm looking at the the crawl page from the Mm -hmm. comic and it says that they are husband and wife Yep. And they serve as double agents for Crimson Dawn. Ooh. Yeah. And it says that Kira herself has activated these operatives, tasking them with exposing the Imperial facility to the Rebel Alliance. Yeah. So they're they're setting up the final part of the Kira trilogy, um, which hasn't started yet. But what is it? Crimson Empire, I think. And it's going to be how she tried, you know, her big play to take down. Palpatine, mm. and it, now and now that right. you say that, I'm remembering it from 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 the last issue where she tells these spies, or she tells the two of them, "Okay, go with what you know and tell the rebels." Got it. So what, like, when is this taking place? Is <laughs> this post? I mean, it can't be post Empire. I don't. It think is post Empire. Post Empire. Is it? So, because this is after the whole thing where they stole Han's slab and carbonite. Gotcha. Gotcha. Yeah. So, I mean, she's she's kicking it around still. So, man, wouldn't it be neat if she showed up in The Mandalorian? Wouldn't. Oh, but, yeah. you know, if this is the final part, of, if the final part of the Kira trilogy is on its way and 
that also is going to take place between Empire and Jedi. Don't know. But it would be cool though. What King Tom is trying to say is that it's unlikely she'll make it out alive. Ooh, <laughs> I'm reading between the lines. That sucks. She didn't she didn't uh stay alive in Game of Thrones either. Well, neat. So well, well that's that's that that's all I got. Oh, I thought Lester's like shocked. I was like, oh shit, did I just spoil Game of Thrones? Uh sorry. You probably did, man. There's a few people that Oh, you're probably right. I probably did. Seen. You know what I have to say to you guys? Fuck off. That's not very kind. Mind not me. kind. If you haven't seen Game of Thrones, just fuck off. Just kidding. I'm kidding. I love you all. I'm just joking. I'm just in the fuck off kind of mood, you know? Damn. There's dragons too. My bad. <laughs> Shit. Sorry, Derek. Go ahead. That's all I got, man. That's what I was just oh, saying. Okay. There's a new Andor else. poster. Pretty oh, there is? I did yeah, not. I did not know that. Hasn't that been yeah. out? Uh, I, I think it was out when we recorded last week. We just didn't mention it. Oh, really? I thought it came out. I think so. It's cool looking. Oh. Yeah, it's really cool looking. Uh, people that can't see it, it's very Star Wars-esque. Um, I guess you could say. Yeah, go figure. On brand. Well done. It's super Andory. Uh, lots Andor. of Andor in it. Um, there so, is yeah. one Andor actually in it. Very big Andor. It covers yeah, he's, the entire... Yeah. A lot of Star Destroyers, TIE Fighters, and a lot of people covering Andor's body. <laughs> um, other than that, uh, it's very Star Wars X. Well, thank you, Eric and King Tom and everybody that contributed in the Star Wars talk. Boo, you have a couple bits that you can throw our way? Oh, yeah. Oh, fantastic. Let's see where this derails to. Yeah. <laughs> I don't get the, uh, yeah, I don't get the music. Oh, David, no, David, I, we, didn't have, we don't have time. David, no, we don't have front. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Fine. Whatever. Yeah. Um. Bits bits bits. Better be bits. Oh yeah, it's bits, bike. It's bits. I tell you. Uh-huh. It's bits. It's bits. Uh, I just kibbled my bits. <laughs> Sorry, Bill. There you go. No, no, you're good. There you go. And it, we can begin now. Yes. Yeah, please. Um. So yeah. Well, this episode has had many layers, like uh, unlike an onion, or very much like an onion. And we're going to get a Glass <laughs> Onion trailer. Oh. Yeah, you like that? Tomorrow. Yeah. No, or don't. teaser. I, I whatever. Trailer, it. teaser. Yeah. There you go. Okay. Whose head did you put me on? Whose body is that? Oh, it's a female. Um, I apologize. <laughs> I couldn't find any other picture with somebody on the segue. Um, I just... <laughs> But very slim, boo. I mean, I, yeah, I thought I, I, know, I, I did, right? I did yeah. you a there's, favor here. I mean, there's like, this weird. Wait, leave it up. Like a bobblehead. Yeah, it's on. Arash, move your head because there's a transparency on the letters. Oh, yeah, on the, the letters, <laughs> and it's really weird. I can see your eyes through my chest. Yeah, and and Les is in the perfect spot. He's like right below. Uh-huh. <laughs> I'm teabagging Les as we speak. Oh, nice. Well, so yeah. is Captain America. Look. Kind of. Oh yeah, he's he's background. just ready just to drag his yeah. sack across. There him. it is. Oh, it's yeah. America's <laughs> That's America's balls, Les. America's balls. <laughs> America's balls. Oh man. Oh man. Um, speaking of trailers, we're gonna get a Black Adam trailer tomorrow as well. Oh, they're having. We had four of them already, or no? I, I don't think so. Oh, okay. I don't think so. I don't remember the one. Nice, nice, nice. Yeah. 
Um, the past few weeks, we've been talking about how shitty uh, of a job uh, Warner Brothers has been doing. Yes. And it yes. uh, looks like they're continuing to tumble down the hill. Oh, uh, crap. Um, the I had talked about Dan Lin was going to take over <laughs> and be kind of the uh, Kevin Feige. And he... Uh, he said no. Nope. He, he said, "Nah, dog, I'm good. <laughs> yeah, I'm dog, good. I'm, dog. I'm good, That's dog. Awesome. Yeah. yeah, no, it's yeah. all good. You guys yeah. are good. Yeah. Yeah. We're all fine here. <laughs> yeah, he he appreciated, it, but he's like, nah, no, nah. nah, bro, I'm very good. <laughs> <laughs> I heard what happened is though he wanted them to buy 10 percent stake of his company, his production company, and they refused. So he said, hmm. nah, doc, I'm out. Hmm. That was one Wait, of the stipulations. That, that, that's what he wanted, Dan Lin? He, yeah, he's got some production company that he's making. And he wanted to use this production company in a, as part of Warner Brothers uh, Discovery or whatever the hell they're calling it. Yeah. And um, they refused. And he just said, okay, well then, fuck off. Makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. If, if I'm going to invest into you and do yeah. all this work, invest in me. Yeah, there was no, there's nothing else. I, I thought they wanted him to work for free, kind of too. Oh, that, I, I thought I don't know. I didn't hear that. Yeah, that maybe it was sell. like if we buy your production company, you're working for free. So maybe that's what it was. Mm. Get, get the experience. Yeah, oh. you're gonna intern here and run this company. Intern. Yeah. You're gonna intern yeah. here. The balls. Feige interned. Yeah. When he was 18. Jesus. Uh, Lord. Yeah. No. Um. I don't have anything connecting that or anything, so we're just going to move on. Uh, Netflix is going to have their Bioshock movie based off of the video game. I don't know if you guys have played Bioshock or anything like that. Um, I've seen the logo. People love the game. I didn't play it because it looked a little too fucking scary for me, so I moved on. But it looked great. Uh, A lot of fans. Uh, uh, Francis Lawrence is going to direct it. No idea who that is. And then we also have Michael Green is going to write the script. The only thing that makes me nervous is video games movie. Video game movies don't really pan out. Sonic the Hedgehog did well, but yes. I think it's kind of a a lighter version of of it. You know, you know, just trying to make a kids movie. So I don't know how a Bioshock movie is going to do. Who knows? I think we can guess. <laughs> <laughs> if Netflix is doing it, we're probably going to yeah. get five good episodes in the first season. And then no other seasons after that. It's a movie. Oh, well, yeah, then we'll get fucked. five, ten good yeah. minutes, 50 minutes. Five, of it. ten minutes, yeah. 50 good minutes of it, and then nothing after that. See, because that's the challenging thing, is that these games take hours and hours and hours to play. It's like it's like asking somebody to make a Red Dead Redemption you know, movie. You know, mm. myself and Struthers have spent you know, days on a, on the game and, you know, you, you right. get so attached and for somebody to be like, yeah, I'm going to give you two and a half hours max. What? You'd be like, do you not know what I've, I've gone through, what I've seen, what I've done, you know, how the no. game made me feel. And you're just like, I'm just gonna make a two and a half hour movie. If that, most of them are like an hour and a half. Yeah. Right. So it's just, it's just a danger. I don't you, know. You I, and I, Eric I don't it think it's a danger. I love it. Boo, yeah. you and Eric don't think that you guys could get like a good two hour movie out of the story. Just the base story of Red Dead Redemption. There's just so many chunks you would have to leave out. Like the sideline with the Native Americans. The right. trip to Guarma might have to get cut. Yeah. Uh, just because they get it deeply involved with so many other characters. Right. The, the, whole, the whole Native American thing is 
a killer part of the story mm-hmm. because it really involves you know sorry spoilers the move the, sh- the game's what three years old now <laughs> right but i just got yelled at for game of thrones there but so. dutch who's the uh the head of your little group he basically ends up getting these native americans slaughtered by the uh the army the united states army to for his own gain and and it's it's horrific it's horrible and in his head he's got this weird morality built around he's just trying to do what's best for these people that he's trying to take care of but he's really a monster yeah Mm -hmm. yeah that's the truth why why not like something oh well now you're talking yeah, 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 you want to make a trilogy? Fuck yeah, yeah, yeah. Now yeah. You Bioshock. No, 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 Red Dead. Red Dead. Oh, Red, Red, Red Dead. Dead. Red Sorry, Dead. Randy, I didn't mean to bogart. No, no, it's it's mm-hmm. cool. It, it's just the, like with Red Dead, there are so many different stories that are being told. That's the story with Dutch is arguably the most important one. But you, where would you even go if you were going to make a Red mm. Dead movie and just make it Red Dead, but not chop out a lot of like the. <laughs> like the experience that makes Red Dead awesome, other than just like focusing on one story. With Bioshock, it's a little bit easier because that's just a critique it, of objectivism. And, and it's in like an enclosed the, space. <laughs> right. Yeah, but I just don't know if Netflix has the uh, desire or ability to do that story justice and mm-hmm. not chop. They haven't so far with everything they try to adapt. It's been yeah. kind of a disaster. Except for love. Is I mean, fine. is it is it going to be live action? Or are they going to animate it like Arcane? Mm. I do not know. That that may uh, may boost or hamper. Who knows what they're oh. going to do? Mm. Oh. Speaking of other things being made, uh, anybody a fan of Roadhouse? Anybody a fan of Roadhouse? All right. Yes. Yes. Jake yes. Gyllenhaal is going to star as a former UFC fighter turned bouncer. In Roadhouse, like the don't remake. do that. Like, why, Jake? You're better than that. Not probably not, but you don't need to do a remake. <laughs> probably of, not. <laughs> probably like, garbage. You don't yeah. need it. Like, you don't need the money, Jake Gyllenhaal. Like, why would you fuck with Roadhouse? They just need to pick someone else to do the Roadhouse. Uh, we need a Roadhouse Gyllenhaal. remake if we're gonna get it. Not Jake Gyllenhaal. We don't need a Roadhouse he's, remake. He's too big. I think Jake Gyllenhaal is too big of a star to do. But those movies were great in the 80s when those movies were shitty and they were great. Those movies Uh, aren't good anymore. You're right. They they don't hold up. Because you got to watch the you got to watch Roadhouse and see what they're they're doing in Roadhouse is like the most brutal, corrupt, gangster style. owner (laughs) Who's like just murdering people and just small town mob like it's it's not good. Yeah, you're right. Don't touch it. Don't touch it. The amount of murder that happens. Who the a little fuck is going to go and watch Jake Gyllenhaal in Roadhouse? Like this better be streaming. Yeah, but you're yeah, but you're muted. You're right, bro. boo. You're, you're right, boo. But you're muted. I'll probably go see it, but uh, oh, you're yeah. wrong then. Oh, not not go see it, but <laughs> I'm just kidding. You know, wait and watch. Yeah. Mm. How's Pinocchio How does- not in the theaters? By the way, with Tom Hanks, how did they decide that that live action is not going to be in the theaters? We have Tom Hanks playing Pinocchio, uh, not playing Pinocchio, but playing Pinocchio. <laughs> 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 I would go see it in theaters if it was Pinocchio. But it looks like a crazy big production, and it's only going to be on Disney Plus, which is really interesting to me. Sorry, oh, it's awesome, man. Whatever. Boo can watch it in his underwear. 
Bingo. Yes. That's yes. it. Be, that is that is the in. audience, dude. And then you you'll go. see if he's lying or not, if you know what I mean, <laughs> down there. <laughs> no. Okay. Keep going. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> I love the movie. Am I lying? <laughs> <laughs> Jiminy Cricket. Jiminy yeah. Cricket, yeah. Did you guys hear about that blind the blind hooker? Oh no. No, you really gotta hand it to her. I'm sorry, Boo. Keep going. <laughs> Tom's dying. I'm I'm done now. <laughs> so is Eric. Uh, I'm glad uh, that I'm glad that the Patreon people could see laughter. Okay? Arash <laughs> even texted me that joke yesterday. <laughs> I did. I did. Oh my god. I did. I did. <laughs> Oh, I wanted to. I shouldn't have texted you. She's thrown out. Man, I apologize. That's, that's all I got. Thank God. Yeah, I appreciate it, though, buddy. I appreciate. Oh yeah. It. Then we're gonna we're gonna end this thing with the two shows that came out: Game of Thrones, The House of the Dragon, or The Dragon of the House, or whatever it's called, and then She Hulk, <laughs> She Hulk. And let, let's start off with She-Hulk. Did everybody see She-Hulk? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, everybody did. Yeah. Okay, good. So I'll, I'll, I'll give you my take real quick. Um, I lo- I'm loving the show. I, I, I think it's fun. I think it's different. I think, like I said last week, this wasn't my favorite episode. I thought it was like slapsticky to no end. And there was all kinds of cheap jokes. But it was fun. I didn't hate it. I didn't dislike it. I just wasn't my favorite out of the three that we've gotten. Um, but I'm still liking where this is going. And I like how we're going to get these little these little side characters in every episode. I think that's what we're leading to. And um, yeah, that's, that's all I got. I really like her. I think she's great. And uh, Abomination was cool and it was funny. And Roth ha- was, has really great timing. And, and I have no problems with it. I know a lot of people do, but I have no problems with it. What's your guys' take on this? Eric, I really, what do you think? Yeah. I really dug it, man. I mean, you know, I'm watching it with my wife and with my kids. And they i don't know that henry was super interested but uh yeah i mean it's just it's lighthearted and funny mm-hmm. and that's like a switch up for for marvel and there were a couple of pretty rough cgi moments yes that uh like during just conversational stuff her, her walking I, I have not sold on it yet but like there was just a point where it was like face on and she was talking and it looked like a cartoon for a second yeah. and it took me out of it. It really did. It was like, Oh, but, uh, but yeah, I mean, that's a small thing. I, I do like it. I like the notion of it, the idea of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, me too. King Tom, what'd you think? I, I liked it a lot. At one point it felt like the uh, writers were getting paid a hundred dollars every time the name dropped Megan the stallion. Uh, but I really like <laughs> the episode and, you know, we don't know where the, the season is going. I couldn't, it was the type of thing where I couldn't tell with Blonsky's last abomination if he was just pretending or if he was legit. Yeah, and I liked that kind of, that mm-hmm. not knowing. Um, so yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm still curious to see where it goes, but I, I don't have a problem with not knowing. Yeah. What I liked, about. I liked Wong in it, but I thought Wong was, I think they just made him act like an idiot. A little bit. Yeah. I didn't like that at all. Like, well, it it's one of the 
it's one of those things when they take an established character and have them act in a way that's outside of what they've established in the character. Mm-hmm. Like I've talked mm-hmm. about famously the Andy Griffiths show. When mm-hmm. it hit the le- the last couple seasons when Don Knotts wasn't on the show anymore, they turned him into this grumpy curmudgeon who was essentially like outsmarted by people all the time. Yeah. That is not the person that he was in those first ep- you know, first seasons. And right. so when you take somebody like him who is uh, acting in a way that shows essentially complete disregard for the safety of others. That's not who they've established him to be. No, 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 you're right. But who was your take? Yeah, no, I dug the show. Um, I didn't have any problems with it. It's interesting seeing abomination. You know, <laughs> yeah, you, you do wonder is, is all ploy? Is he just trying to get out? Cause he, you know, he sells everybody else. Uh, I, I, I dug Wong. I dug Wong and his just dryness. He's like, yeah, I took him out. I wanted to wear the adversary. And yeah. he said he'd go back. And he was like, oh, okay, that's good for Wong. And then right as they say, you just admitted to a crime. I have to go. <laughs> that, that, was, that was my favorite part of the whole show. I got to go. The entire yeah. favorite part. He's like, yeah. I got to go by. <laughs> just yeah, gone. Like, yeah, I must depart. Cool. Yeah. So, yeah. Cool. So that was, that was funny. Yeah. No, I, I think the show is funny. Um, I didn't mind uh, Megan the Stallion. Um, no, I didn't mind her either. You know, so she was cool. It, I thought it was it, a fun storyline. It just the way yeah, they every time worked out her name, yeah, over and over again. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and and it helps you know it helps kind of meld our worlds together. You know, this is the MCU, but they're still pop stars. You know, there's still mm-hmm. you know there's still shit going on. You know, the the same things that happen here happen there. You know. You know, minus elves and you know somebody getting duped out of seventy five thousand dollars because they're an idiot. Oh, Randy you know? loved that elf. Yeah, he was a so loved that elf. elf. So favorite that character elf. of the episode. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm but, completely sarcastic. Oh yeah, yeah Randy, what was, what was your take, bud? I, I I like the show. I don't think it's a good show, but I like watching it with my friends. I have fun, and I think that's of note. That's a value. <laughs> yeah right <laughs> right exactly you don't have to think really too hard yeah. about it and you know, there's nothing uh like there's no social issue we're, we're getting exactly what they said we were getting just a comedy a, a yeah, fun light-hearted comedy and like with the uh and that when we first started watching this show uh, i knew it was going to be an issue with some people like the way they handled like banner and all that mm-hmm. but i really do take it from like the perspective of comic books like the characters serve the tone of the book as opposed mm-hmm. to uh serving like the tone of like the lineage of that character right. so i'm okay that everyone gets a little bit goofy in this show because it's that book yeah yeah and, and less that is the type of character she is right she talks to the talks to the the reader and she breaks yeah, the fourth breaks wall breaks the fourth wall she definitely parties yeah uh, she's yeah it's it's as accurate as it's going to get. Uh, wait till we get to the point where she actually starts sexing it up for herself. Oh, to she's like going to sex it up. Mm-hmm. Beat enemies. Like, that happens, you know, where she actually mm-hmm. literally will, you know, pose a certain way to just, like, seduce an enemy and then knock them out. Oh, okay. That's kind of so cool. Yeah. It's, it's there. It happens. Uh, there, There is some social cues in there. Oh, there, there, there is, there is. Uh, yeah, I will say that you know. Let's be honest. The there's a lot of white dudes out there that really, really want 
a hot black woman yeah if they yeah. can and enjoy dating a hot black woman so yeah of course this doucher is gonna think he can get megan the stallion <laughs> and of course he's gonna think that he'll spend 75k yeah, and buy a damn jetta for her but no yeah. it's 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 more than that uh i am appreciative of the fact that megan the stallion megan the stallion the. is in the mcu now and yeah. not only is she in the mcu she's twerking in the mcu so i will take it <laughs> I am a fond admirer of that, and uh, it's one of my favorite things. <laughs> and yes, don't kink shame me, please. I'm I'm I'm, I'm being vulnerable here by no, admitting okay. that. So you're uh, allowed to like twerking. And I enjoy the fact that She Hulk is doing the partying and mm. bringing a different tone to the MCU. Every everyone else is so disciplined or so. Uh, how do I say it? Like it's almost like they're slaves to their craft everybody's every story we've gotten so far everyone is every character has had to stay and maintain a certain line and they can't really deviate from that and a lot of them don't get to have the fun that they probably should be having and she's embracing that this is a different look at superheroes this is a different look at being a hero or at the very very minimum it helps contrast who she is as a hulk most people are afraid of the hulk took a very long time for Banner to become Professor Hulk and have everybody right. love the guy, right. you know, because he was and he still can be, you know, d- just living destruction. So for people in the MCU reality or universe or whatever you want to call it, to be able to look up and say, uh, I'm not going to read that. <laughs> I'm not going to read that. <laughs> uh, but yeah, it's it's fun. Uh, I didn't like the version of the Wrecking Crew. If they, if I remember correctly, they did appear in this episode. They did, they did. Uh, but then again, yeah. it's a lighthearted look. I I I'm just you know what I'm just along for the ride. I do enjoy watching it and reacting with you and Randy mm-hmm. Raj. Yeah, uh, it's been fun. Man. I just want to see because it's gonna happen. She's gonna become part of a major team. She's gonna be on the big screen and. If they're fighting King and she gets beaten down or something happens, you know, where like something happens to Bruce and she has to go deep, you know, I'm just waiting for that. I'm, I'm enjoying the ride for now, but we all know it's coming. There's yeah, going to be her major up. test moment where she's going to get her Spider-Man moment where the buildings collapsed around her and she's got to get out of that. So it's coming. Just just be patient, everybody. Just right. just watch. Enjoy. They're all going to get there. They're all getting established. I, I like the way this is going as far as the MCU, where the origin stories are now in the shows and then everything else is just going to be in the movies. So we're getting just this awesome origin story. We're getting this build up. And, you know, when we get to the movies, she's going to have to she's going to be completely different. She Hulk for sure. Yeah. Cool. Cool. I'm glad everybody enjoyed it. And tonight we'll be doing another reaction and we'll be talking about it next week. And then lastly, we'll end this thing with um, quickly with the Game of Thrones uh, House of the Dragon episode three. And um, it was fantastic. It was uh, if you're going to if you don't want to be spoiled, uh, please uh, stop listening now <laughs> uh, because there's some you know stuff that happened. Uh, I thought it was great. I thought the ending was spectacular. Um, and it was very much a Game of Thrones kind of episode, and it's setting everything up, um, I think, for the next bunch of episodes. I know I spoiled something for Randy, 
I told him that um, we're going to get three of the actors that we know and love are going to be aged up and we're not going to see those three actors. I only know that one of them is the main character, which is, um, uh, what's her name? Ray, uh, Renera. Uh, Renera. Thank you. Boo. Less was on mute. Uh, Renera. So, uh, yeah, we're not going to get the Renera that we know. We're going to get a new one and it's going to be years and years after the fact. So that's happening, which is kind of shitty because I really like her. I think she stood out. Uh, there were scenes where she took control and I love the, um, the way she took the bore down kind of juxtaposed to where, um, uh, what do you call it? Uh, died in episode one, I believe, or episode two, whatever the hell it was. Um, so yeah, I loved it. I loved the show. I think it's getting better and better and it's becoming it's becoming like this cult like this pop culture thing, like pop culture phenomenon again. And I, I really am excited that people are excited about Game of Thrones again because you guys remember after the last episode how pissed I was, not at the episode, but about all the fans shitting on the show. On the greatest show we've ever had, ever, and everybody just wants to talk about the last sixty minutes and not talk about the greatness that was Game of Thrones for 10 years. So I'm, I'm stoked right. that it's back. You know, what'd you guys think? Boo, what'd you think? I'll start with you. Yeah, no, but I thought it was a great episode. Yeah, the, the ending was awesome. Um, you know, you're waiting for it. Like, what the hell is he going to do? What's going on? Yeah. Uh, I think he says, Matt Smith says like five words in the whole episode, maybe. And just awesome, awesome acting. He's so good, man. He is. Um, and, you know, just uh, I, I saw something else today where people were like, well, it's just the same show. It's just Game of Thrones all over again. I'm like, yeah. Oh, and that's a negative. Yeah. It's, right. it's good. I'm, I'm happy about that. Yes. Yes. The recipe is good. You don't. <laughs> that's change. why I'm watching it. <laughs> yeah. Why do why change the 11 herbs and spices? Damn it. Right. Yeah. Just, just yeah. be happy. But boo, those same people that would watch it would say it's not like Game of Thrones. I don't want to watch this shit. Exactly. Say, exactly. So they would bitch about just that. Bitching just, about bitching. Yeah. yeah, I know. So yeah. Um, yeah. Great episode. Um, yeah, no, it, it, and, and, and I'd love how, how we're still continuing to get the, the, you know, the essentially political espionage, you know, things like that. Just the, the treachery going on around everywhere. He's trying to sell off his daughter, you know, to bolster his house and her place. Mm -hmm. And, all that, just how shitty it is, and how she's like, fuck that, just like anybody else would she's be. She's great, so, man. She is yeah, fantastic. Um, yeah, the characters are only getting better as time goes on. It's it's awesome seeing, uh, you know, not the same people, but the same houses that we know, and be like, ooh, you know, that's cool. So yeah, same same shadiness, boo. Same always. Shadiness. Oh yeah, they're yeah they're all of them are bastards through and through. Bastards. Yeah, they are yeah. definitely yeah. bastards. Yeah, so great, good show. Randy, what, what was your thoughts? I liked it a lot. It was a really good episode. I liked what they did with um, uh, Renera and her father and the way they uh, talked about the relationship, the way they do lead and could potentially lead. And, the, and they frame it with the uh, hunt for that stag. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It, 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 was a, it was a nice, cool, like insular, like of itself kind of episode in that respect. But then there's the uh, fighting that yeah. crab guy. Yeah. Yeah, the ending. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. And I love yeah. the fact that they didn't show him kill him. I like yeah. that it's in our heads of how it went down and he brings him out and you see his guts and half of his body. I, I think that, <laughs> that was rad. 
and I just don't initially. understand why they did all the, had to do all the slow motion on his face. Yeah, they didn't need all of those damn slow motion shots of his side of yeah. his face and getting. If he's nothing, then why have you been doing these damn shots? Right, 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 right. I agree with that part of it. Less uh, your take. You enjoyed? It. I know you did. Yes, very much enjoyed it. Uh, the The political intrigue is is stepping up just as much as it did in the first mm-hmm. in, in Game of Thrones. Uh, I think we're getting just this. It's even more. It's heavier. It's it's bigger. Uh, it's instead of everybody pulling like they were at Robert, they were just trying to you know get his attention or just like distract Robert. They they found that all he was was just a drunk Baratheon. He just wanted to get drunk and hump, and that's all he wanted to do. This time around with Viserys, it's like they're really people were really trying to pull because of the amount of power that can be shared. The to look as you watch the final the la- final act of the show of the episode and to see that Corlys Val- House Valerian has a dragon. They have a dragon. Yes, like they do. If you gave a Lannister a dragon, <laughs> right? Like, are you kidding? What they would have done with that thing? They would have. They yeah. would have taken. They would have taken. They it would have been their rebellion if they would have been able to have Cyrax and another dragon. As a potential uh, family gift, you know, um, that's what it's all about. They're just trying to get their hands on the nukes of the time. And everybody's trying to be able to have control or, or be able to pull on that. Uh, the symbolisms are there. It shows that. And from what I have saw in our comments and other things I've seen throughout like Twitter and uh, going on Wikipedia, apparently Rhaenyra is Daenerys's. She, Daenerys Targaryen comes from Rhaenyra's line. Yeah, so, like six down or seven down, but he yeah. comes from her line. So yes. it's all there. Uh, mm-hmm. Daenerys is 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 following along those lines. She's going to become just like Rhaenyra, who is bucking traditions and mm-hmm. showing herself to be the true heir, showing herself capable, being able to do her own thing. Uh, then the other thing uh, that a lot of people were pointing out that I saw is... Um, she was she was pissed, so she just was sitting alone by herself and making the minstrel keep playing the same song on repeat, just like anybody yeah. else. Who has. <laughs> yeah, that you was know, you have that issue where you're just like bummed out. And you're just like, this yep. is the song I want to hear, and that's all, all right. I want to hear. And you just keep pressing and starting it over and over again. Play that Radiohead song uh, just over one over more time, over damn over it. Yeah, that one more time, damn it. It's I just uh, this isn't happening. <laughs> Yes, exactly. You know, cloudy day when you're bummed out. Yeah, but it, <laughs> how, to dis- uh, how to disappear completely or whatever it is. And then again, uh, like I said on the um, YouTube channel during our reaction, uh, all the politicking is weighing heavily on Viserys. Oh yeah. But at the end of the day, when Viserys is alone with his daughter, and it's just family, it's just him and the last surviving his his surviving offspring from his first wife. It is he he crumbles and he just gives in to his little girl. And that's most dads. Get ready, Raj. It's going to happen. Yeah. Lily's going to say, you know, get watched. She's going to get the car before Malik does. Uh, she ain't getting the Jeep. That's Malik's. Go watch. Watch. She'll <laughs> prove to be the one driving the Jeep to just get ready. <laughs> Damn it. But that's the point, you know. Uh, she's a daddy's little girl and he just like he says, listen, he'll let her buck traditions. Um so yeah, it's gonna be. This is awesome. Again, like Carlos said, for people who are like, it's just like Game of Thrones. 
Yes, it is, dude. And you please. should be glad that Swim it is another. just exactly. like Game of Thrones. More, please. You know, with Viserys, he, uh, that stag not being white absolutely helped him at the end because he was worried that he made that wrong decision. He was talking about it. And if, if that white stag showed up, he, was, he would have really thought, shit, I did make the wrong decision because um, this is obviously showing me he's all about symbolism. And then when it didn't happen, He's like, kind of felt like, okay, he kind of made the right decision. Right. With Renera. Well, guys, it was a great episode. Cannot wait to get into the rest of the season. Oh, it's going to be amazing. I am so stoked about it. And now we're going to definitely watch Lord of the Rings this weekend. Um, but I think it's time to say goodbye. King Tom Chansky, King of All Pods. Where can people find you? You can find me on Patreon shows for our friends at The Bad Motivators, Blue Harvest, Steel Wars, and The Sith List. You can also find me on Twitter at Tom Chansky, where if you want me to drop your name for a cool hundred, DM me and we'll talk. Yeah. There you go. There you go. <laughs> Les Gonzalez, King of All Laz, where can people find you? <laughs> find me on Twitter at LesIsMore78. You can also find me here on this awesome... What's up? Go ahead. No, no, I was just oh, going to say, are we playing each other in fantasy football this week? Let's, no, we're not. Okay. We can yeah, we friends. are. Yes, we are. Oh, we are playing each other? Yeah. Oh, I didn't even know. Okay. That's I was fine. Don't worry. You know? okay. I don't pay attention. Yeah, that's fine. Don't. <laughs> just kidding. Boo, right. where can people? Oh, 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 go ahead. Go ahead. Oh, no. go ahead. And you know where else to find me. Go ahead. Twitter. Less is more. Yeah, sure, why not, dude? Boo, where can people find you? Uh, you can find me on Twitter at the Sith List Boo. Randy, where can people find your beautiful face? You can find me on youtube.com slash the Sith list where we do our reactions. And I'm also on twitch.tv slash cursing user where I'm playing through the last of us part one. Yes. I'm going to, I'm going to tune. Well, no, I'm not. Cause we're going to, no, you're not allowed. I'm going to watch not it when you play it on our, you. I will ban Patreon. you. Immediately. Yeah, yeah. I'm not, I will not. <laughs> and we got to like try to connect the Sith list Twitch with your Twitch somehow. Right. So we can do something like that. We'll figure that part out. Eric, last but not least, where can people find you, my friend? You can find me on my other podcast, The Bad Motivators, where I spend a substantial amount of time making up stupid stories about my friends and uh, pass them off as true. And you can follow me on Twitter at Eric Strahlers. Nice. And uh, King Tom Chancellor, we're going to miss you next couple weeks. We'll try to have some people fill in. Um, And I do want to say, people, there's so many great podcasts out there. Like Eric said, The Bad Motivators. Guys, listen to The Rogue Rebels. Guys, listen to Thank the Maker, Steel Wars, Blue Harvest. There's so many great ones. Canto by Dispatch. We haven't plugged um, podcasts in a long time, and I just wanted to throw that out there. If I'm, if I forgot somebody, um, uh, please. Uh, the uh, scruffy looking nerf herders, <laughs> scruffy looking podcasters. Please listen to them too. Um, but if I haven't, yeah, mention your name. Don't get mad at me. Force Toast and Sisters. Force Toast, Sisters. Thank you. See, throw them out there, guys. Throw them out there, guys. Anybody else? Please. It's sisters with sabers, please. Sisters with sabers, please. They added the please. <laughs> no, please is the a please. new. That's a new podcast. It's like a sister podcast. <laughs> please, please, more, please, more um, of them, more of them. Yes, yeah, so more of them, please. There you go. There you go. Ah, here we go. All right, guys, in the private chat room, going. Guys, you find me at the Sith List wherever else. Uh, social media at the Sith List on all of them. Again, YouTube, subscribe, Patreon. Thank you, and uh, we'll catch you next week. Everybody here except for King Tom, where he'll be vacationing. With a little little umbrella in his cup. Uh, we want pictures, King Tom, of you in a Speedo and a banana hammock. That'll be on Patreon. 
Lots of suntan lotion. Yes. Keep Tom, please. A lot of suntan lotion. Don't worry. I'm packing an extra bag just with <laughs> bottles. <laughs> oh, bottles. I thought you were going to say banana hammocks. I was going to be like, oh, nice. Get it. Trip. Get it. Guys, catch you next time on episode number 319. I think we're on right here on the sit list. the moment.